0: Thank you. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning into the show. This episode is with Michael Yi. He owns and runs a jujitsu clinic, and I've never really done jujitsu or looked into it that much, so speaking to him was very eye-opening to me. It's not like some high-level lingo between two people who know it really well, so it's very very easy to get into. I think a lot of you will really like it, and uh, this is a pre-corona show, so it's, it's, it's interesting when I have him back on after corona to see how it's affected a small business. Lots of love. Thank you very much, and here's the show. live with Michael Yee of Grey Wolf Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. How it goes, brother? Good. How are you doing? Doing really well. You want to take a minute, introduce yourself? What you up to? Um,
1: my name is Michael Yee. Um, I own a school, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school over in Eugene, um, next to Putters. And I've been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for close to about 10 years, maybe a little bit above it.
0: Nice. And you actually got your black belt through, the, um, through that classic lineage. Does everyone eventually go back to the Grandmaster? Oh, shit. What's his last name? Um... Gracie. Yeah. yeah. The- it, does everyone who has their black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu have it eventually through the Gracie's? Usually. Yes. Interesting.
1: Um, it might even go through Machado. Um, mm-hmm. but generally it, everyone, all the road leads back to Gracie.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty cool, man. So what are you, what are you currently working on? What's in your, in your front view mirror? Um,
1: just growing to school. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it right now, but it's not pretty much it. Cause it's that's it's a lot. big thing. It's yeah. a big
0: thing. So it's, it's pretty much everything, going no, to school, going to business. It's a shitload to start a businessman. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's in, in another sense what you're doing. It's like, yeah, you're a fighter, but you're also a businessman now. Yes.
1: So um, running a school is something that I've been teaching for close to about four or five years. Oh, nice. So before I even opened the school, I was already teaching over at Blue's Iron Gym in Cerritos, California. Oh, cool. So What made the move from
0: California to Eugene?
1: California is really crowded. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm sure everyone heard the story in in Gina already with all all the Californians coming up. Mm -hmm. It's really crowded down there. Um, It's expensive. The cost of living is really high up there.
0: And here's the thing. I would always be afraid. Like, if I was in the middle of L.A. or somewhere like that, Mm -hmm. I would be shit scared that if there was the earthquake, Mm -hmm. how are you going to get out? And then there's so many. It'd be like a bunch of rats eating themselves, you know?
1: You don't get out. You don't get out. And kind of, you, you kind of form your own group saying, okay. If something does happen, like an earthquake, whatever, you yeah. have your earthquake kit, you have your food and everything else, you have your neighbors, and you kind of just hunker down. And yeah. that's pretty much
0: what the plan is. And you hope that you know a bunch of people who know uh, jujitsu yeah. on your team. Yeah. Or you have like, you know,
1: like my neighbor when I was down there, they were in a medical field, so that was great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, there's a couple other people that have different skill sets. Yeah. So we kind of like, okay, if something happens, because we've had the riots in the in the 90s, mm-hmm. It's almost like a lifetime ago, though, to think yeah, about it. Yeah, but I remember I was in high school during that time.
0: You were? Yes.
1: You were down there? Yes.
0: Are you Korean? Are you one of the people? I am Korean. So you were like one of the people with like you had guns protecting your, uh, your shops and stuff like that? I was in school at the time. Okay. Uh,
1: my parents had um, a beauty supply store in South Central. So they, their stores got burned down. Yeah. So for me, I was in, in high school at the time. And I'm hearing murmurs in, in high school because the internet wasn't. In- you still went to school? Well, I, I didn't know. I you didn't, didn't know what's even going. Know? No, wow. so I went to school, did my whole thing. I come home, my parents didn't tell me. The next day, I go to school, come back, and I realized, hey, my parents didn't go to work. Yeah. And then they slowly, you know, I'm watching the news and I'm going, wow, that's really close to where the store is. And that's when they told me, hey, this, you know, store got burned down. There's nothing there. Fucking nuts. They barely got out. They had to pretty much just grab what they could and get in the car and go because anyone that was not black there at the time, Mm -hmm. because it was deep in South Central. Um, They were getting pulled out of cars. Oh, shit. So in the news, you you saw that the one uh, truck driver getting pulled out. That was kind of a thing that Mm -hmm. was going on. So if you weren't black, you were getting pulled out, and everything got burned down there.
0: Jesus. Well, I mean, it's interesting to think that, like, you were like, I didn't even know. Like, when you're in high school, you're barely conscious or cognizant of anything aside Mm -hmm. from girls and classwork, you know? Um, But what were the weeks following that like, you know? It was... A lot of my friends
1: were talking about, oh, because, you know, it was in Cerritos, so it's a mixed culture. There was a lot of different races, whatever. Yeah. And my friends were like, oh, yeah, my f- cousin was down there. They were going through stores, they, you know, da 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 da. And back in my mind, I was like, oh, so they were part of rioters, they were part of looters, and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the thing my dad always told me was that even though you hear it about the news, you know, even, even though your friends might be doing things or they know someone that, you know, you just gotta keep calm, just nice. relax. You know, it happened. There's nothing much you could do about it now. Yeah. You know. No uh,
0: people like your age were attacking each other though.
1: Um, not in my, not where we were living. Okay. Nice. But because we were in Cerritos, which is about thirty miles away from South Central. Yeah. Just about. So we were kind of far. Yeah, but like the closer cities to us, they were looting. They were just breaking into things. Yeah. Is that when you
0: started learning jujitsu? You're like, shit, I need to learn how to defend myself.
1: No, at that time it was in high school so I started doing taekwondo. Mm. Cuz I think being a Korean the three things That's that most default. Koreans <laughs> learn yeah, default yeah, is you learn taekwondo, yeah, piano and violin.
0: Really? Those were the three? Just about and Any you're going to be a doctor. So, do you know two uh, do you know two instruments then? I know the piano and violin. Do you really? Oh, violin is one instrument I would never teach my kid cuz when you're learning it it sounds brutal. Oh, it's just
1: It's just nails to the chalkboard. It
0: is. It is. For the first probably year, especially if they're a little kid learning. I'm like, you're never going to touch a violin, kid. (laughs) It is so, so painful. Yeah. So piano, you know, that's fun enough. Guitar, that's easy enough. Interesting. I never really thought about that way. So, and then your transition from taekwondo. How long did it take from getting into martial arts to getting a black belt in BJJ?
1: In BJJ, it generally takes, if you're,
0: I guess, a prodigy, Mm -hmm. maybe eight years. Are you a prodigy? No. You took like 20 then? I took 10. You took 10? About oh, that's 10. Pretty, that's not too far off. So general, I think
1: the average is about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Some like take about
0: 12. Of daily or what is this?
1: Um, when I was training down there, I was training about four to five days a week. Mm. And that includes about two hours of teaching almost every day. And then about an hour or two, no, about two hours
0: um, training after that. Yeah. Being taught for two hours and then two hours of training after that? Yes. I was teaching okay. for two hours. You oh you were teaching other people?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. I was teaching the kids class and the adult fundamental class. Nice. So that's about two hours and maybe an additional kids class before that for some of the days. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go to the advanced class and it will train for about two hours. So I spend about five hours,
0: five to six hours a day. That's fucking nuts. That's a full time job and it pays off now. You own a business. Yeah. That's cool, man. I just actually saw a video not too long ago with a little, she must have been like a four year old girl. Mm -hmm. And um, the the teacher would like, like, you know, throw an Mm -hmm. overhand chop and she'd like, stop it turn over and he'd flip all the way over. Her. Yes. Like, I saw that video. Yeah. That's gotta be so empowering for oh, her. It is. It's
1: so it's,
0: it's one of the things that you're just proud of. Yeah. You know, that's cool. I mean, do you do that as a teacher? You teach kids classes? Still? I do teach kids class. Nice. Um, the youngest is five years old at the time Nice. right now. So five years old and up. Yeah. So there's no, uh, almost like machoism of like, Oh, you teach a kid's class. You're like lesser. Like you should only be teaching elite people. It's like, cause I would respect someone more if they're like, you're literally teaching people from mm-hmm. the youngest age self-respect and, like, pretty core life lessons, you know?
1: Yeah, um, the elite people would be a smaller percentage mm. also.
0: You only teach in like, three or four. Maybe.
1: Yeah. You know? Um, and to be in that elite position, there's a lot more injuries that's going to happen because oh, yeah. there's a lot more training. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more dieting. There's a lot more um, things that you're, you're pretty much living that life. Yeah. But most people are just doing it just to get fit, just to learn jiu-jitsu. Just to get their body moving for kids, it's more of, of body movement, understanding how their body moves. Because mm-hmm. most of the time with kids, even up to about ten years old, they're like giraffes. Yeah, baby giraffes just
0: barely stumbling through. You know, yeah. they're growing still. But at the same time, they literally can't get injured. I mean, do you do you ever see kids get injured? Oh yeah, so I see kids really? get
1: injured. It happens. Oh,
0: that's crazy. Um, everyone only oh, I mean, are they fighting full adults or something? Or? Oh no no, two kids fighting get injured. That's
1: nuts. It can happen. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it never happens, but it's really low. Yeah. It, but it does happen, especially if they're competing for or if they're training for a competition. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that might get hurt because they're they're more intense. Yeah. They they go more full bore into it. What's your injury uh, history look like? Oh my god, Is <laughs> that bad? <laughs> um, my injury is mostly shoulders right now. Brutal. So slightly dislocated even right now. It's, it's really? really tender. Yeah. And so, you're still and you're still oh yeah, rolling. So if you look. I know was, you can't see it. Oh, my God. That's brutal. That's crazy. Not I have I'm patches. <laughs> so my, sh- my shoulders are, are generally the first ones. Um, my I have some knee injury because mm-hmm. that popped a couple of times. I also have a neck injury, which is the brutal neck one. Um, when I was trying to get out of a omoplata, this was just like five years back maybe, um, and my friend blocked it. Mm-hmm. And instead of just rolling off, I pretty much pile drive myself down on top of my neck. Yeah. Paralyzed for maybe about five minutes. You were? Oh yeah, I didn't that feel means, anything. It was like the was weirdest, those the scariest form. five minutes of your life. Yes, because <laughs> from the neck down, I felt everything shut down, mm-hmm. and it's the weirdest sensation when you don't feel anything neck down, and then you're going, "Oh, my wife is going to kill me."
0: God, that's
1: so. And funny. then you kind of go, "Am I still going to do this? Do I still want to continue yeah. doing this?" So this is, you know, at the time. More of a hobby because mm-hmm. it was about five years ago.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so,
0: you didn't have your black belt at that time? You no, were, at that time I think I was a brown belt. So, you or, were like probably six or eight years into your? Yeah, six oh, or okay. eight years.
1: Yeah. I just started teaching around that time. Um, so, I'm just, you know, it wasn't a thing that I was going to do.
0: Yeah.
1: It was just something I wanted to keep
0: learning and just keep progressing. Uh, going back because yes. i mean now you you probably live in some amount of pain the like chronic pain from all these injuries somewhat is um, it worth it would you give it back up to not no, do it no
1: i get, uh, no i still would, would nice. do it right now since because of the injuries because of my neck injury and shoulder injuries i work around it yeah so i work in trying to recovery there's recovery time so i'm i'm rebuilding my muscles rebuilding the you know building the muscles around the
0: joints to mm-hmm. to help support it yeah um, what advice would you have for someone to not get in your position if they're rolling? Not be as stubborn as, as I was. Yeah. Um,
1: a lot of the injuries that I got was because I was being stubborn. So just tap. Just tap when you know it's over. When you, yeah. Sometimes you just have to tap. Yeah. There's times when I, my ego would get to me. Oh, this yeah. was like several years back. Even now, you know, ego's hard to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And even now, there's still going to be some ego amount. Um, and you just don't want to tap sometimes. So you get into that bad position. You get this wild hair up your butt, and you're like, yeah. you know what? I want, I'm going to get out of this. Yeah, Maybe you did get out of it, but you kind of left your arm out. Your
0: mm-hmm. shoulder kind of separated a little bit. Worth it. You won the point. <laughs>
1: Was it worth it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. I mean, I imagine your ego would probably really be into it. If you've been doing it for 10 years, just got your black belt, and then a brown belt's about to tap you. That can you'd happen. You'd be like, no, nah, this is not going to fucking happen. I'm yeah, gonna- so yeah. you fight harder for yeah. it.
1: And, and, you know, it, it happens. You know, I've seen... Plenty of black belts getting tapped by Mm -hmm. lower belts. It happens. No one's going to be undefeated forever. Yeah. You know, I might have gone with a black belt like a hundred times. I'm hoping maybe when, you know, when I was was lower belt, Mm -hmm. as you're coming up, you're like, hey, I'm going to keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Maybe the black belt's tired. Maybe he's like me and his shoulders are slightly more inflamed today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't, but it can happen. And I know the ego still plays into it.
0: Totally. You know. And so seeing uh, everything that you spend a lot of time with as like a lens that you see kind of life through, like if you play piano or violin all the mm-hmm. time, you're always kind of thinking about it. What's it like having that fighting mentality going through your daily life? For just If one, you ever think about it, you know?
1: Um, you think about it only because every time you're stepping on the mats and you're rolling with someone, you're pretty much earning that belt again over and over again. Oh, cool, yeah. So that pressure is always there. So my students, whether they're white belts, blue belts, purple... They always want to tap a black belt. Yeah. And I understand that because, yeah. you know, I've been in that position. Have they tapped you? No. <laughs> Not, no. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, how much do you weigh? I weigh two, right now I'm about 215, 220.
0: Okay. So you'd be out of, I couldn't even attempt to, to try to tap you. Yeah. So I'm pretty big. Yeah. How, how far uh, up and down do you go weight wise? Like how you would fight someone up to 230 and down to 190, I assume? I prefer going against heavier guys. So about 250 and up. Really? Yes. And up? You'd fight 300.
1: Three hundred is a and, bit too uh, high. Yeah. Um, Why don't you like lower? That's nuts. Lower. The, the guys are about one hundred thirty pounds, one hundred forty pounds, and you know, if they're twenty years old, yeah, they like to fly. Yeah. So they'll go back and forth. They'll try to outrun you. Basically, they're going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. You know, they don't want to stay in one position. If you go against someone that's two hundred plus, they want to hold on to you, put, use their weight against you. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's that's comforting mm-hmm. in a weird way. It's like a heavy blanket on me, and it's, it's much easier to to deal with. Yeah. Um, over at Bob Iron Gym, when it, down in Cerritos, most of the guys were about 200 plus. Mm-hmm. So I'm used to the heavier weights. So when there's a whole group of smaller guys yeah. trying to go, you know, just running back and forth, you're just, you know, keeping up with them. Mm-hmm. They have more energy. They have more stamina. Yeah. Um, they don't want to get stuck anywhere. Yeah. So generally for me, it's about easier to go with the
0: heavier guys. Nice. So do you ever take that into account when you're like doing like your own health and nutrition? You're like, well, I don't want to lose too much weight because then you'd be having to fight against the lighter guys.
1: No, no. Um, you right now. How you do. No, because right now I'm in my forties. Okay. So I'm, I'm hoping to get lower weight, lower my weight. Mm. I would like to get closer to, less than two hundred, maybe. Okay. So I'm slowly building up to that part. Yeah, and that's you or your wife wants you to get on. That's just, just me. I'm so fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> my um, wife, I think my wife w- doesn't like it when I lose weight.
0: Yeah. So I don't know that much about uh, martial arts or any of it. Um, if you get to like 65, mm-hmm. can you lose your black belt if you just kind of lose your juju? No. No, you get to keep it. Yeah, um, whatever belt you have, you
1: earned it. Okay, sick. Now, you might be 65 and let's say you're not able to tap a 20-year-old anymore. Yeah. That's going to happen doesn't mean you're no longer a black belt Mm -hmm. um that black belt might still have a lot of has a lot of knowledge still Mm -hmm. that can teach um they might even overpower the black um the 20 year old still yeah but it might be harder Mm -hmm. or maybe they're just going to defend the whole time yeah so you don't lose that rank nice
0: um well that rank how many black belts do you think are there like in the u.s because thousands and thousands thousands yes but it is still pretty prestigious right yes because it's so hard to get to. It is. And just in jujitsu, or is there others that are, like, are there, like, is taekwondo, could you get to a black belt decently easy? I think taekwondo was about three years. Okay, so that's quite significantly easier then. Yeah,
1: three, maybe four at most. About a third of the time. Yep. And you'll see like um, kids getting black belts in taekwondo as well. Mm-hmm. So if they start at like six years old, maybe by, I don't know. Ten or 12. Ten or 12,
0: they're a black yeah. belt. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the most respected black belt to have? What was that? What's the most respected black belt to have? Um, for me, it's jujitsu. Yeah, that's the one that means the most to me. But you do gi. I'm curious. Yes. why, you, why you, Would you have to re-get your black belt in no gi if you wanted?
1: Um, there's a weird thing about getting a belt in gi and no gi. Oh, okay. Um. So if you train, if you if you're like with the Tenth Planet Association,
0: mm-hmm. I Eddie think,
1: Bravo's thing. Eddie Bravo's, yeah. Um and you get your belt through there, they don't count that belt for the gi. I think you have to get it through another instructor. I'm not sure what they're, yeah. what it is exactly. Um, with the, the IBJJ rules, mm-hmm. uh, which is mostly gi, they still have no gi competition as well. So let's say you were a purple belt in gi, you'll compete as a purple belt under no gi. Okay. So it kind of transfers over.
0: Yeah. I'm curious, do you teach a gi just because of the tradition of it? Because... Or do you just not like no gi?
1: Um, I teach only gi right now because when you try to split it up between teaching gi and no gi, yeah, it's mostly for the students. It's hard for the students to to get all the techniques. So say okay. I'm teaching three techniques with the gi, yeah, and then three different techniques with the no gi, oh yeah, person That's comes a in only twice a
0: week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not. Remember- they're and just for people who don't know and they're listening, they're like, what's gi? Uh, it actually refers to the butter substance, the diet that you eat before you uh, compete. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the kind of clothes you wear. Um, but yeah, because I mean, like the the critique that I heard of fighting ghee is that like it's not as practical when you're getting like an act. If you, if you were to get an actual street fight, mm-hmm. you couldn't use a lot of the techniques on the average person because they're not wearing like the correct attire for your grabs and holds. Mm-hmm. Is that not true? Um,
1: I don't think it's true. Like I could still use your shirt
0: yeah and what if I'm get naked, a nice man?
1: huh what if i'm naked if you're naked we what have other you, problems you walk,
0: into, <laughs> you walk into middle of a sex dungeon orgy some guy tries to fight you how are you gonna grab him? that's all your training <laughs> they have leather straps they have leather straps everywhere don't see so you've been in this situation you've done it you fought them but i've um, seen it in a movie but you have to be more scared if you get in a fight with someone that you'd get a bigger uh, fine or jail time is that true i'm not sure so, the whole uh, middle school weapons of.
1: Oh, like you have to register as
0: a lethal yeah, weapon? Not, not, you're that, a black belt. not that far. But, like, if, if, if you get in a bar fight, it seems like you should be more responsible for. I think, I think the judge
1: um, would see it that way. Yeah. They'll say, hey, you've been training for 10 plus years. Yeah. You should you know better. Or you shit should, out of this Maybe you should have more control yeah. and not have hurt the other person as much. It's brutal. Have yeah. you ever
0: gotten in the fight outside of. No.
1: Really? Not for a long time. I don't. And maybe in my 20s, I'll go to bars, clubs, and everything else. But yeah. since then, I kind of don't go to yeah. those places where I get you know, into an altercation. Well, because it's scary because when you're down, you don't know if they're going to stop. Yeah, they, they're not going to stop. That's the scariest thing of all. And the weirdest thing about fighting outside is that people, like people that don't train at all, the, the bystanders, they don't mind if someone gets on top of someone and starts punching them. And their heads bouncing on the concrete, or kicking them even, even that. But that causes so much damage. But once you get a choke on, everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta stop! You gotta stop! You're hurting mm. them." So it's a weird thing that the public sees when they don't mind the punching, mm-hmm. they don't mind the kicking, the kneeing to the head. Yes. They'll let the fight keep going. But once you lock in the armors, like, oh no, it's so dangerous. When they're, you know, their heads already bounced on the concrete about ten times, they yeah. might have a concussion already. Oh,
0: definitely do. So. Um, That's brutal, and especially I say this because I knew someone was at college. I was even his friend. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a class together, but he would go out looking for fights at bars. And like he'd get coked up and he, you know, just kind of goes out and he'd just be like antsy. Like I saw him when I first met him, actually, he just had the bloodiest knuckles you could imagine. Wow. I was like, damn, dude. And so I was like, you know, I definitely don't want to be on his bad side. And he was a friendly person. He was good at school. So I like liked him. But I'm like, knowing that there's people out there like that made me like definitely not going to go out to fucking bars or just shit like that. I'm like, that's fucking scary. It's scary.
1: I don't know why. I think it's an ego thing. They have no place to test themselves. Um, When you train any martial arts or most martial arts, like kickboxing or whatever, you're you're testing yourself against someone else Mm -hmm. that's actually prepared for you. Yeah. Which is completely different from going to
0: a random person and just sucker punch yeah. them. I mean, you've been practicing for like a year and they haven't. But, so if you get an altercation, you don't know striking very well, do you? Jiu-jitsu I do striking too. They do striking? Uh, no, not in jiu-jitsu, but I've done striking. Oh, okay. So I was going to be like, you'd almost just try to grab them as soon as you, if you only knew jiu-jitsu, how would you even go about fighting? Um, bum- I'll rush them and just grab them?
1: I would use words, say, hey, I don't want to fight. I don't know what's, you know. That's so funny. Yeah, because I don't want to get into altercation. I'll just, you know, keep your hands. Just say, hey, you know, I don't want to fight whatever else, you know. I
0: mean, I respect the hell out of that, but you got to admit it's kind of ironic that, like, you spent years and years and years and years and years of your life uh training for something. Mm -hmm. You're like, I'd avoid it at all costs. Oh,
1: yeah. I I avoid it because there's no reason. I have nothing to prove. No. You know, I've I've already wrestled enough people in my lifetime to know what my abilities are. I know how to take care of myself. The other person probably get hurt. I don't know what, you know. Mm-hmm. The other person might have a knife. Who knows what he has? Yeah. You know, or he might have ten friends behind him. So,
0: but you know, if it happens, then every you know the training kicks in. Mm-hmm. Funny know? enough, I've never gotten in a fight. Okay. I think everyone who's never gotten in a fight always thinks it'd be a lot easier than this. But I'm sure I'd get my ass kicked if I ever got in a fight.
1: I think it's it's. I see it all the time with new people trying jujitsu. Mm. So let's say the first time they spar, they don't spar on the first day because that's just they have no, you know, yeah. they have no technique. You're going to so accidentally like knee someone just by trying just to Or just bonkling in the head or yeah. poking the eye or something ridiculous. But let's say the first time they spar after, you know, a month or two, whatever it is. And you, you can see how helpless they feel, mm. how, how, how much panic there is.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're tired after 30 seconds, a minute in. Yeah. And the person that has been training, they're calm. They're like, oh, I've been here already a million times. For how long do you, do you spar for? Um, generally the rounds are between five minutes to seven minutes. Okay. With how long rest? Like a minute, 30 seconds? A minute maybe. And then you go to the next person and you just keep going for about an hour. Okay.
0: So you're, you're going for it.
1: Yeah. You just keep going, going, going. Nice. Yeah. And you could, you know, you could, you could increase or decrease your intensity as well. Mm-hmm. So you could, you know, you could flow row, which yeah. is basically just trying to go for position. Okay. You can, you know, c- kind of catch and release mm-hmm. submissions. Or you could just say, hey, let's just roll, and you're going for it. Yeah. If someone gets submitted, great, shake hands, Or keep like going.
0: if you just rolled with me and so you're really tired because I'm so good, you could be like, give me a six-year-old, so you just crush him or something like that. I'm kidding.
1: Oh, <laughs> if you if you roll with me, um, if we were rolling, like let's say it's your first time, Yeah. I'll just say do whatever you want to do. Just yeah. don't, you know, poke don't me in the stri-
0: eye. strike or hit in any sort of way. Yeah. But, I mean, it seems like it accidentally happened. Like have you ever been rolling and like, like someone tries, like, you know, there's so much torque on something and it like slips or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got kicked in the jaw so
1: many times. Oof, yeah.
0: And kneed in the jaw,
1: punched in the jaw. That's mm-hmm. the worst one because it, it, it shifts your whole jaw. Yeah. You and got a event, fucked up jaw, like jaw pain now? Um, not today. You, not today? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, so I just funny. got kneed about last week, I think it was. Oh, about three times in that same week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. It was just one of those weeks where I'm just going to get kneed by everyone.
0: Brutal. But you haven't been knocked out from getting kneed or anything? No. But you've been choked out? Um.
1: I've been choked out once when one of my instructors were, was teaching a class. Oh, really? So he like was the just-
0: instructor did it to you?
1: But it was one of those where, because he's talking, he's like, okay, now I put your right thumb here, put your yeah. left hand here. And he's you know, holding it tight. Yeah. And he's going, I'm kind of waiting. Yeah. And I'm letting him do whatever he's doing. And next thing I know, I just kinda it just kind of faded out. Wow. And he's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. So th- that
0: happened to me once. That's brutal, man. I've never been knocked out. What's that like? Um, just like going to sleep and come back. It didn't out? feel
1: like I went to sleep. It just everything just kind of faded. Oh, interesting. But I could
0: still hear everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you came to, I was just kind of slightly dizzy. Yeah, that's why I'd most want to be killed by like a big cat, like a lion or something, because they don't just like if you get hit by like a, a wolf or something, they'll just brutally tear out your intestines while mm-hmm. you're alive. But those big cats, they don't even make you bleed. They just go for your neck and they just hold it strong enough that you just pass out. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, is a, is a Gentle death. That'd be the way to go. Yeah. I know. It's a beautiful, gentle death. I don't know. I've been thinking more and more. I'm like, is there any good ways to die? And I'm like, that's my that's my solution. Because you don't want to be burned alive. That's the worst. No,
1: that's the worst. I was
0: <laughs> thinking about death a couple of weeks ago.
1: And I was wondering, what if I have Alzheimer when I'm much older? <sighs> and then I get put in a home. And then what happens then?
0: <laughs> when hey, I what? Remember? Like, would well, you
1: kill yourself or what? No. It was one of those where it's like, well, I've been training for so long. And, it, and a lot of things are in,
0: instinctual. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you just start fucking. Fighting and I go, you know people. what? I do want that grape jello right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Ooh. You know, yeah. So it's
1: one of those you know weird thoughts that you have once in a while about death.
0: About hey, and I might get before. Alzheimer's and fight some old people.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it's like, do they put it? You know, they, do they put me in a smaller room now? Yeah. You know, what kind of life will I have? It's it just one of those weird thoughts?
0: That's probably one of the scarier ways of. Well, it's a pretty much a death sentence yeah, it is to get death. Alzheimer's. Yeah. That'd be the worst. That'd be one of the other worst ones. I think that's the worst. And you're
1: fading in and out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the worst. Yeah. Because most, I think most people that has it, they're, they're pretty angry. They I seem know. to be a
0: little really upset. Like they know, it's but a, they don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer because when you get confused, do you get angry or do you just get like, what's going on? Like, I mean, it's, I imagine it's just yeah. like being confused all the time.
1: I'm guessing. Like also, of a you're in a different room and you're going, why am I here? Yeah. Why am I holding this?
0: I mean, you I know. still get that when I'm blasted sometimes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um. I mean, I don't know if you can even talk about it. Do you use any substances or drink or anything? No. Clean cut?
1: Pretty much. Nice. Um, maybe casually drink here and there, but nothing crazy. Nothing, you know. Yeah. I don't get plastered anymore. I don't get drunk anymore. Yeah. You, know. you used to
0: get plastered back in, uh, in my 20s, California. yeah. California? Oh,
1: yeah. In yeah. the 20s when you're bar hopping all the time
0: and clubbing and everything else see i imagine if you say that to me like where are you gonna bar hop and club here in eugene or, oh nowhere here yeah i'm like like i've just never literally never had that because i'm like what am i gonna go to this bar right across the street and then i'm gonna take an uber fucking three miles away oh, yeah. to see, another bar
1: in la it's different you just you literally go bar to bar yeah and you know you just go from one end to the other and then
0: you just stop eventually and then you yeah. stumble back it's nuts. Just trying to slay. Just trying to find some woman who will just go home with you, or no, you're just having a good time with your friends, you know. Oh, nice. And if yeah. there's
1: a girl, great. But you know, you're just having a good time. Yeah. You know, maybe you know some guys may be doing it because they're like, hey, I want to get plastered, get in a fight.
0: Yeah. They're out there, man. Yeah, well, if I never well, met that guy, I wouldn't have believed him. I'm like, no, no one's gonna do that. And I'm like, no, he really does. And like, he he brought me, and he he like he's like, yeah, I like boxing. You want to try boxing? I'm like, yeah, sure. I never sparred with him or anything, mm-hmm. but like, he would just. Train boxing every day, and mm-hmm. then every weekend he'd go to like you know he'd go up Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, just get keyed up and try to fight, and try to try to find someone to fight. Why I don't know. Doesn't is, is uh, he training at a place? I don't think
1: so. I think he, he should just find go. a place to train that way should. he has a, a willing participant mm-hmm. that could defend himself, and then test himself that way instead of going to jail.
0: Yeah, for assault and battery. That's the brutal part. But I don't think that many people who get in fights do go to jail. I don't know. Like at house parties, as long as it's not your house, then you're screwed because whoever you beat up is probably like, "Well, the motherfucker lives right there." Yeah, I don't know. It might yeah. be depending on the po- um, police. I'm yeah. guessing and how brutal the guy got hurt. Yeah, it'd be no good, man. Um, aside from combat sports, what do you do with your time? Um, raising my kids.
1: I've I'm married. I've I have a wife, two boys, eleven and fourteen. Nice. Um, and just raising the kids. They on their way to black belts. Slowly. Sick. Slowly getting there. Um, they don't, the kids don't get to have any of the adult colored belts until they're
0: 16. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was going to say, what's the youngest black belt? I guess 16 could be it. No,
1: because even once you get 16, you the belt you could get to is blue belt, which is the first colored belt for adults.
0: Yeah. You can't just like, if you know it all, you can't just um, no. slay through all the belts in like a month? No. Really? What if you can go and as a 16 year old, you can be a 20 year old black belt? You can't get a black belt? You could probably be a black belt at, I think it was like 20. Two,
1: what? or 24?
0: These are a lot of weird rules around this sport, man. They have a minimum time
1: for each belt.
0: Oh, so okay. To get yeah.
1: from white to blue, there's a minimum time. Mm-hmm. Blue
0: to purple, there's a minimum time. Purple to brown. And, and why? Brown. If you're a white belt, you can beat a black belt. Shouldn't you just get a black belt? If you can beat consistently like three black belts, you should get a black belt. Maybe. You have to just wait, and then boom, they bump you up to blue, and then you have to wait, and then boom, they bump you up to blue. Yeah, again. generally that's what, what the rules are. Wow. I mean, the this, this scenario puts you as so fake. No one's ever just going to go beat a black belt out of the it blue. It could be
1: a you know, all-state champion wrestler.
0: Yeah. There's They're probably good, man. Oh, yeah. But then you probably have all this uh, wiring for one way, and then like one of the, your favorite moves might be illegal or something.
1: It could be, because there might be cranking. There might be a throw
0: that you're doing. Mm. You might suplex. And, y- you can't do full Nelsons or anything in BJJ. G- no, BGA. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't it even depends think on the rules.
1: All... There's, there's different rules for different tournaments. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's you have to always look up the rules. Yeah, because I wrestled. They didn't let us do full Nelsons. They would let us do half Nelsons mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was just because we were younger. It was when I was younger, which okay. is why I was like, holy shit. Combat sports for kids are the greatest thing ever. 100% supportive of it. And Mm. that's why I said I don't think a single person ever got hurt with wrestling. I think with boxing, people get their fucking... Oh, you're getting punched in the head. Yeah, people get hurt with boxing, man. Um, And it's like, yeah, you have, like, the whole headgear on. But your jaw and your nose are just going to get the shit beaten out of them. Not even that. Just whatever impact you're getting, your brain's rattling back and forth inside your skull. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Where it almost gets rattled and like anytime like you lay down in bed too fast, you can almost feel it go, rattling. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is the worst. You can, I, I feel it in my teeth almost mm-hmm. sometimes. Like it's only happened like once or twice in my life where I was like, I don't even remember how I got rattled, but I'd like go lay in bed and I'd feel it in like my teeth in my head. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be very fucking careful for yeah. the next Now you can weeks. kind of lay down a little bit slower. Yeah. Instead of just bolting back. So, Shit's brutal, man. I mean, I think it probably just happened from like jumping, like just landing on the ground way too hard. So I couldn't even imagine if someone like... Uh, Mayweather punched you in the head. What would happen? Uh, you know, or Mike Tyson even worse. Or Mike T- even still, Mike Tyson. No, uh, that was one of my jokes that I'm because I'm, I kind of I'm eventually going to do stand-up. I'm kind of working on it. Is okay. If I were in the ring with Mike Tyson in his prime, I'd just rather he bite my ear off. That'd be easier. It'd be so much like less detrimental to would me. Would you want
1: to be that close to him so he could bite your
0: ear off? Yeah, happily, like, would you rather have him punch you in the face or bite your ear? Though punch <laughs> me in the face. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh man, take my ear. You can sew it back on. As long as he doesn't eat it.
1: Well, after you get punched in the face, you're laying on the floor, and the yeah. ref's there to stop
0: it. Oh, I bet you have. I bet you, you one punch in the face from Mike Tyson increases your Alzheimer's risk eighty percent. Probably. Hundred percent. Probably you doubles your chances of Alzheimer's. Hopefully, you can walk afterwards. I know. No, shit's brutal, man. That's why I'm like, of all the sports, that's why I'm the most interested in joining jujitsu. But I said if I ever did, I'd want to do no gi. Okay. But you, what would be your convincing for for going gi?
1: Um, I don't have one for that. I would say whatever you gravitate towards. Okay. Well, I don't um, know anything. That's why I'm just like, you know what? I think I'd want no if you, gi. If you don't know, then I would say try going to a, um, a school that does no gi only. Mm-hmm. Try it out for they, Most schools usually have like a trial period that yeah. you could do like a, a class. free or, class. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's sick. So you could try a free class or, you know, whatever, and then try it out. Mm-hmm. And then go to another school that does just gi, try yeah. it out. And see what, what you gravitate towards, because mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a personal thing.
0: Yeah. I'll do it in a couple months. I'm happy to go to oh, your gym. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, just for people listening, this is coming out early. We're recording this in early March. It's going to come out in April or even May. Okay. Um, are people stopping coming because of corona? That's why I said I wouldn't come for a while. I'm like, um, I'm fucking scared shitless. And that seems like the main way. I mean, Steph.
1: The only people that aren't coming right now are the ones that have a cold. Or they're, they're they're coughing, yeah. So they're being very considerate.
0: But you don't get symptoms for 14 days, and you're you're uh, contagious after 24. So you have two weeks mm-hmm. of being able to give it to other people without knowing that you even have any mm-hmm. symptoms, as even so much as like a sniffle. I would just
1: because we clean our gym like twice a day. Yeah, we spray it down. Um, mm-hmm. We have hand sanit- hand sanitizers. Nice for the kids. I make every all the kids, you know, use a hand sanitizer before and after class. Mm-hmm. Um, So we try to prevent everything. And if you are sick or if you get any symptoms, then yeah, stay off the mats. But even without the coronavirus, you know, just having a regular flu or a cold. Oh yeah. General rule is, hey, if you're feeling sick, just stay home.
0: Yeah, but this is like contagious pneumonia. It's so oh, yeah. much worse. Than, it is. than a flu or a cold or something. But the
1: percentage is so low right now of people to have it.
0: But I know it's scary because they haven't tested anyone. They yeah. only tested 500 people in the U.S. So it's like, oh, you know. Um, so
1: maybe less people have it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're no. like, hey, we don't test. No one has it. I think they're. Yeah, I think they're expecting like a th- over a thousand people in Washington to already have it. Wow. I mean, today's March 5th, so we'll see probably in the next week or two once mm-hmm. they actually start because mm-hmm. the CDC had it, so they could only test people, so it's really slow yes that's why i only you know, tested a couple hundred mm-hmm. and now they're like all right new york you can test people and they immediately had cases of it and they're mm-hmm. like all right so now once people can actually test it but they don't even have an accurate way to test it man yeah so i don't know what, what they're gonna do yeah i mean i ask most guests are you prepping do you have like a food supply or anything i always have a food supply you do what's in your food su- always just, a food supply just mres stuff that's an mre
1: meals ready to eat um they last for like they have like a five-year shelf life
0: mm, like a campbell soup or something
1: no, um, it's like prepackaged. It could be like lasagna, spaghetti. Sick. F- you know, and it has a self-heating pa- um, pack with it. Whoa, really? I like eating warm. So you yeah. put it in a pack, add a little bit of water, start sizzling up. You have a warm meal.
0: Sizzling up? That's how hot the
1: hot pack is? It gets, gets pretty hot. What the fuck? MREs. MREs. And then, because I have them, because if you go camping, it's a good thing to take with you. Yeah, dude. I've literally never heard of these. Yeah. Well, that's convenient, and it comes huh? in a full pack. You know, I think it was like fifteen hundred calories. Nice. So it's a, it's a full meal. It has everything in there. Yeah, you just need to bring water. Cool. Tastes decent. Yeah, it tastes pretty good. Yeah, man. It might be
0: high on mm-hmm. sodium a bit. Oh, sodium's good for you though. Don't but buy you'll into need that. it. You but you'll need it if you're if you're out in the woods, you know, hiking or yeah. Or camping you realize anything. before I came here, I ate probably two teaspoons of of just salt. Oh, really? Just with water. I just put salt in my mouth, drink it down with water. Salt is good for you. I am such a <laughs> proponent on fighting back about the stigma against salt, man. Like even, you can even look up studies mm-hmm. where um, the daily, a lot of the amounts, like 2,000 or 3,000 uh, milligrams, mm-hmm. so 2 or 3 grams. If you have 13 times that, if you have 26 grams, your risk of heart attack is lower than if you eat the actual daily recommended amount of the amount. I think the problem is that
1: most people are eating too much fast food. Which is yeah. loaded with sodium. So they might have it for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
0: Yeah, but sodium isn't the bad part there. It's the, no, it's the cholesterol and everything else that comes with it. I don't even know what the bad part is, man. I honestly don't, to God, don't know. I don't think any, what anyone knows about nutrition today is accurate. I think nutrition is one of the biggest fields mm-hmm. that people are just fucking talking out their asses. But, like, I know fast food's probably bad for you, uh-huh. but I don't know what it, Like, I'd assume they don't have trans fats in it anymore, so it's not that. Maybe it's just the quality of fats. Like, it's not grass fed like saturated fat at all mm-hmm. saturated fat isn't bad for you but maybe it's just this really shitty for some reason fat mm-hmm. but no i mean seriously you could you could eat an entire salt shaker of salt a day and it would be less detrimental to your blood pressure and heart than if you had the recommended amount and if and i tell this to guess when they're like <laughs> no you're talking out your ass here man how did before refrigerators how did they keep meat
1: yeah they salted everything they had literally everything yeah.
0: caked in salt oh, yeah. We evolved. I mean, people would have wars over salt. You we know? love salt. We crave salt. Yeah, we love and crave salt. I mean, uh, there's a great quote where it's like of the five flavors, like umami, uh, sour, all those things. The only one that you can't go a week without is salt. If you didn't eat salt for a week, you'd be in. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be bad news, man. So, but I, Have you seen
1: the, um, that's, um, the movie Super Size Me?
0: The yes. documentary? Yeah.
1: So he ate it for a month of McDonald's. Yeah. And he didn't look too well.
0: No, but I think ah, see, I want to know how many calories he had a day or what. I mean, I'm a big proponent of just eating like one big meal a day mm-hmm. and maybe snack a little bit. Um, I have honestly, whew, my worst vice of all is I'm I'm fucking addicted to sugar, man. Everyone like I go in cycles. <laughs> I'll like be really good for a month and then one week I'll actually like I'll be at a store and they'll just have jelly beans like sitting right there, at, like Trader Joe's, and I'm uh-huh. like, motherfucker, I'll get it, and then bah. For the next week, I'll just binge on a black licorice and all the different candy <laughs> you can imagine. And then I'm like, all right, I got to be good. And then I'll be good for a long time. Yeah. Sugar, sugar gets me. It's like, a, I almost go on like sugar binges. Wow. I don't know. Mine is pizza. Yours is pizza of yeah. all things. I actually worked at Mod Super Fast Pizza. Oh, did you? Um, For a month or two. Okay. Haven't really eaten pizza since then. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. But funny enough, I worked for Chipotle for a month too when I was up at college. It was the dead of winter. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Um, so I just made some money. I still eat burritos. Burritos are delicious. It's the funniest reason I actually stopped working there because you had to, you made the fry the their chips okay and dude like just working that close to a deep fryer for fucking barely over minimum wage i'm like you have an actual legitimate chance of burning like scalding yourself for the rest of your life yeah that's not worth it man for making chips for making fucking chips for people i'm like buy the guy for two bucks yeah so that's (laughs) why i'm like i'm not gonna risk being near a a deep fryer like that but that's why that is a big reason why i haven't gotten to uh, combat sports because i know that there is a non-marginal chance or a non uh there's an actual chance that I could get injured forever. Like paralyzed, like you almost did. Paralyzed is really, really low. Oh, okay. It's good. super low. But it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> I Most guess like it's the... always there. I, drive, I, dri- I literally drove here. Yeah.
1: And you could just get hit by a car. Yeah. You know, um, there's always a chance with combat sports. You just got to mitigate the risk as much as possible. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Just, just try to
1: lower a, the chance. Be a bitch and tap quick. Not even that. Um, for me, I'm just worried about getting knee in the head.
0: Yeah. You know, only because it happens, mm-hmm. you know, especially
1: with new new students.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I've learned to protect my head a lot. Yeah. Even though I'm not getting, you know, they're not purpose, purposefully striking me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still watching that knee coming to my head. So I was like, oh, I'm going to block here because mm-hmm. it can happen.
0: Yeah. Well, it's an interesting thing to realize how just incompetent people are with their own oh, yeah. limbs. Mm-hmm. When you're, I mean, you're probably a million times better than me, but like I play... Um, like I'll take new people and just play badminton with them because okay. it's a fun, easy, low, low entry to skill game. But the skill cap's really high. Like if yeah. you see pros playing badminton, you're like, that shit's nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who aren't super athletic, they can, they'll they miss it like 10 times in a row. It's like it's crazy to just think how uncoordinated some people are. Yeah. It's like just like
1: I said, it was like little baby giraffes running around. That's so funny. They yeah. don't know which way is up. You tell
0: mm-hmm. them left hand here. They're like left foot here but there's still things that you probably i I always tell people like if you if you brush your teeth with your left hand you probably feel like a baby giraffe yeah Yeah. same thing because you never did it because you never did it it's nuts but then driving i'm so much better with my left hand Mm -hmm. than my right hand so it's so weird i almost want to slowly start becoming more ambidextrous in my life but driving doesn't seem like the one i should focus on like driving with my less dominant hand i'm right-handed but
1: less i'm right-handed as well
0: yeah less dominant driving hand is what i mean I don't know how it fucking works, man. In terms of sports, though, that's why I'm into combat sports. Like wrestling was good for me. Okay. But baseball wasn't. Did you play any sports where it was all one sided your whole life? You're like you're hitting the same side, you're throwing the same side? No. No? Even like in football, I never touched the ball. I you're was, a football uh, player?
1: I when it was just high school. You never touched the ball, so you were just benched no. the whole time? No, I, I was can't. outside linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or quick guard. Mm-hmm. So I never had to touch the ball. I'm just going after a guy that has the ball. Mm-hmm. So I was never a receiver or never, you know, any yeah. of those guys. So for me, i just got to go straight. <laughs> yeah. Would you have your kid play football or just straight to BJ Day? Um, probably not football. No. Only because, you know, that was the one time I did get knocked out in football. Really? I remember that now. <laughs> I
0: remember it now. <laughs> All times is starting Yay, in early, man.
1: It's coming no. in, yeah. Um, no, if my kids, I would rather have them go into wrestling if they were going to oh, do a school yeah. sport. Shit, yeah, man. Um, wrestling would help them with their intensity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they already have a good base cause they've been doing jujitsu since they're like
0: five or six years old. Sick. You just do home lessons with them or you have them come to your school?
1: Um, these are, when we were in Cerritos in California, they used to train with, um, under Professor Bravalu as well in All the right. kids class.
0: Did you ever meet a Gracie? Cause uh, Gracie was that person's teacher, that person's teacher's teacher, right? Was um, Gracie Carlos Jr.?
1: Gracie Jr. Is your teacher's teacher's teacher? Uh, is the one that gave my professor his black belt.
0: Okay. Yes. That's pretty cool. And he's still around? No. Oh yeah. He's still around. Carlos yeah.
1: Gracie Jr. is still around.
0: Would you ever meet him? Or like are you, are you looking cause for me personally, mm-hmm. like I'm always looking for opportunities to run into people I really like and respect. Okay. You know, like I happen to run into Joe Rogan. I'd really like to run into Kanye or Bonaventure.
1: Um I don't get starstruck.
0: You don't? Not really. Yes, if you saw Gracie, you wouldn't be like, let's roll right now, bro. I would want to roll with him, but it's not, you know. It's, I'm sure everyone wants to.
1: Everyone wants to, but I was like, I don't know if he wants to because he probably gets approached with this all the time. Yeah. You know, um, another one of my professors' professor is Professor Gordo, mm. and he's the one that innovated like Half Guard, which is like, right now, it's just one of the fundamental basic positions now. Cool. But he, he developed it years ago. Nice. So one of those was like, hey, I wonder how my half guard is with him. Yeah. And you want to test it out. But at the same time, you want to be respectful. So mm-hmm. it kinda, it's kind it's of weird. But he was your teacher, so
0: obviously he'd be up for it. Like he knows you pretty well then?
1: Um, professor Gordo, no, not really. I've only met him several times. Oh, interesting. Um, because he's my professor's professor. He's one of my other, he's one of my, oh, okay. The so other professors. Okay, so
0: your teacher had Gracie and Gordo. Yes. Oh, okay. That's sick. I man. Do you watch MMA and stuff like that then? Yeah.
1: Because okay. Professor Bob was an MMA fighter. He was a UFC, was a US, yeah. UFC fighter and a strike force champion.
0: So he's been around. Mm-hmm. Would you ever fight MMA? That seems like the shit where you'd get your head rocked. MMA, I would have to increase my striking. And you'd have more. to do no, no gi because then you really don't have a shirt um, I used or to comp- straps.
1: I used to compete in no gi.
0: You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so why would you open a no gi-, uh, gi school? I prefer gi. You do? Yeah. What's the So what's your reason? That's my like the biggest, biggest thing I'm curious about is like, Why do you like gi? I like
1: gi because it's, for me, I have, I like the control game. Mm. So for me, I'd rather know that, hey, I could take my time and just slowly just suffocate you or slowly (laughs) just get into a position and just work that way. I don't want to jump around, go back and forth and do that. Um, That's probably the main reason. Mm -hmm. Um, um, The other reason is Professor Babalu, when I was training there, he used to teach no gi, have a no gi class. And at the time, he, he got rid of the no-gi class just so that he could focus more on the gi. Mm,
0: cool.
1: But the thing is, even you know, after class is over and you still have an hour or two to train, you know, sparring, whatever, but, you know, everyone's allowed to just take their gis off and go train no-gi. Yeah. So it was more, more like that. Cool.
0: I like it. And so now that you do have a, a gi school, what, uh, what have you found, like, trials, tribulations, best parts of starting up a business?
1: It's just meeting new people. Nice It's a, it a great way of getting to know your community Know the people around you Because you have so many different people walking in mm-hmm. um, Different people with different goals You know Some people you know They're doing it for self-defense
0: Yeah. Some they just want to learn mm-hmm. You know so. Well, you might have some new people. Only, I think right now it's down to uh, like 20% of the listeners are actually in Oregon. So I assume maybe 10% are in Eugene. So most people listening to this, I'm very sorry that you can't, <laughs> you can't join this guy's class, but um, for people who are in Eugene, how would they reach out to you? Just look up Gray Wolf Jiu Jitsu.
1: Just look up Gray Wolf BJJ. BJJ. Yep. Or, or Gray Wolf Jiu Jitsu. Yeah. Or I'll Michael up. Yee. I'll, or I'll, Michael you Yee. Know, I'll
0: throw a fucking link to your, uh, okay. your website cool. in the description. Cool. I love it, man. Yeah. Um, in terms of you should come here sometime This is a whole place To just start at, Like help businesses grow Yeah I like it man okay.
1: And if you're not in the area Definitely just go to A local ju- um, jiu-jitsu school Yeah um, They're all friendly Just call them Say hey You know Can I try that class mm-hmm. You know Most Pretty much I would say At least 99% Of the schools out there They'll say Hey yeah Come on down Try a class um, And just try it out Sick. You know yeah. You don't have to go to my school There's lots of schools around Wherever yes. you are In Matters the US Or in the
0: world even Yeah so, all right, I like it. Thank you very much for your time, man. Do you have any anything to say? Shout out, you mean just kind of did it right there? No, that's about it. You know, love it. Thank you for your time, and thanks for coming through. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm.